Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, hundreds of years of fairy tales have locked the words stepmother and evil together, but the modern reality for stepparents is that of having to negotiate through a complex set of relationships for which there's no preset template. The author, Carmel Harrington, is both a stepmother and step-granddaughter, and in her latest novel, A Mother's Heart, explores the role of the stepmother. Afternoon, Carmel. Good afternoon. You made me giggle there, actually, with your... With your little cash joke. Thank you for that. Okay, you're, you're very welcome. But the, the, one of the things, though, I said to refer to myself again in, in the intro there, when you become a step-parent, is there, is there anywhere you can go to get, even get a clue as to how to navigate this? No, you really, I, I think you have to just learn it um, on the ground, really. And it really is hitting the ground running. Now, I did have a little advantage in that you mentioned there, I'm a step-granddaughter. And um, I grew up, like my grandfather who we called John Dad, my older sister kind of gave him that nickname. I never knew that he wasn't my real grandfather until I was kind of a late teen. It was just never discussed. Do you know mm. what I mean? He was just, he was my grandfather and he loved me and I felt kind of the warmth of that love throughout my childhood. And it was no different than the love I had from my grandparents, my my other grandparents. And I was really shocked when I found out that he was actually a step-grandparent, if you like, because it had never crossed my mind. So when I met my husband and he had a three-year-old daughter and, you know, after a few months of dating and we realized it was serious and and I met her for the first time, I kind of went into it with that in the back of my mind that I needed to approach it in the same way my grandfather had because he just showed us it was just love. Do you know what I mean? There was no step anything. It was just love. And sure, I went into yeah. it with, with that was the mindset I had. So I kind of kept him always at the back of my mind. When you found yes. out that your grandfather was your step grandfather, was this presented to you as a big revelation or just kind of, oh, yeah, didn't I never tell you that? Nobody ever really told us. It was just it was just all of a sudden, I think I got old enough that I kind of joined the dots and and kind of worked it out. But, you know, see, I'm 51, Sean, and things were different back then. That generation didn't really talk about, they had their secrets Mm. and they didn't talk about their secrets. Like we're, we're oversharers now, aren't we? We all share everything (laughs) and we're telling each other, you know, what we've had for breakfast, but it wasn't like that back then. So it wasn't that it was a secret, certainly wasn't a secret, but it just wasn't something that would have been discussed at the kitchen table. And, um, and when I did work it out, I can remember being just so shocked and saying it to my grandmother and I just, I had no clue. But God. that's good because that means that he did his job well because all he did was was treat me with love, you know, and there was never, as I said, there was never a question in my mind that it was anything different than I had from my grandmother's. Yeah, so. indeed. Yeah. No, but, uh, now, as you said, you, you, you know, when you started off with your partner, you, you were aware he had a daughter and, and I'm sure there are many people yeah. listening. Uh, and we've heard from many people over the years who've been in a similar situation where there's all always, it's not a reticence so much, but they, they're they taking on something extra than just a relationship with another person. They're taking on two relationships. It does make you pause. And there's no doubt about it. Now, from the very, from the very beginning, um, my husband told me that he had a daughter and, you know, he'd shared custody and that she was with him at weekends. So I knew that. And so at the beginning of our relationship, there were certain times that I knew that I would not see him because he was with his daughter. And and I didn't want to meet her because until I knew that we had a future or at least a chance at a future, I didn't want to kind of get involved in that, nor did he want me to get involved in it either. So, so for the first couple of months, we just kind of kept it 
where we dated on the days when he wasn't with his daughter. But then it became apparent that this was kind of serious. And we were both serious about each other, loved each other. And he asked me, would I meet his daughter? And, you know, I, I took some time, Sean. I didn't just kind of go, yeah, yeah, sure. I wanted to make sure, kind of knew myself through nieces and nephews that I had a very strong maternal streak. And I didn't want to get involved unless I knew that this was something that was going to last. Um, so yeah, the decision was made and kind of with my eyes wide open, but not really knowing what I was getting myself <laughs> yes. into. And I, um, I, From that point on, when you've kind of made that commitment, is there, I don't know if negotiation is the right word, but you're kind of feeling your way as to kind of yeah. what, you're, what you're entitled to do, what you're not entitled to do, what your position in, in this kind of dynamic is. Yeah, it is tricky. And that's where you have to, I suppose, just try and keep the communication going. She was quite young, my stepdaughter. She was only Mm. three. And so when she was in our care at the weekend, she kind of needed that mother figure because she was so young. And once we got to know each other, I mean, it didn't happen immediately. But I have to say fairly quickly, we had a mutual love fest going on. We we really fell in love with it. The first day I met her, I remember it was a really, it was a beautiful sunny day. And um and my husband, he opened the door and she was in his arms and she just, she was kind of very, very shy. You know, she knew she was meeting somebody new and she was really shy, but I could see her eyeing up my jewellery. I've always liked my my bling and I could see mm-hmm. her eyeing it up and I took my necklace off and put it around her neck. And that was it. We were done. We had a mutual love fest, you know, around big jewellery and that was something to kind of bond over. And so we chatted about that and very quickly the bond grew very, very strong. So I kind of did all those things that that her what she needed her mother for. I did those, like I braided her hair and, you know, helped her get dressed and I did all those kind of things for her fairly quickly into the relationship. And it was so lovely. You know, it was, um, she was my first child and she's, she's not my child. And I have so much respect for her mother. She has a mother, but I used to say, I'm your bonus mother. So when you Mm. need a mom, when you're not with your mom and you need a mom, you know, because sometimes she had her dad, an amazing dad who was there, but sometimes she needed that mother figure and I could be that for her then at the weekends. Is that hard for you in the sense that you're, you know, you're you're not quite the status of full mother, but you're giving all your love to a person? It there were The first Mother's Day, I can still remember, Sean, because um, it was a tricky one and it was the first time I kind of went, oh, actually, this is different. I'm not and, I'm, and I had great respect for her, for her mum. I have to just, I want to just kind of, mm, kind of sure. make that clear. I was never trying to step on her toes, but, but at the same time, you can't help, you know, I felt very maternal to this little girl and still do. But I, I remember it was Mother's Day and she was with her mum. Of course she was. And there was no question that she wouldn't be. But I thought, oh, I don't, I don't really know what I am now because mm. it just felt a bit weird. And I remember kind of going shopping and everywhere I looked, it seemed to be, a, you know, a siren to Mother's Day kind of cards, red hearts everywhere. And I remember feeling a little bit displaced at that point um, because there isn't really, well, there probably is Hallmark cards, but you know what I mean? There's not a Hallmark occasion for, <laughs> for stepparents. So yeah. No, but there are, there are stepmother cards and stepfather cards. Yeah. It's, uh, they're I relatively think it's got better. Get, yeah. It yeah. Has. I think it's got better because I think, because divorce now, you know, is so common in Ireland. And I mean, all of us, it doesn't matter who we are now. We know someone in our immediate circle who is, 
you know, part of a blended or step family. You know, mm. we all have them now in our circle. It might not be our immediate family, but our friends. You know, it's just part of modern life now, not not just worldwide, but very much here in Ireland as well. So I think I think we've had to embrace that and bring the cards in as well. Yes. The, and I suppose to a degree, because I am, because I, I, again, over the years, we've had emails and texts in from people who are in terrible situations and uh, in terms of the kind of conflict this can cause when there's a marital breakdown and, and, and there are arguments over the kids. Do you, do, you, do you feel you had a relative advantage in the sense that she was three when you first met? So, you know, she wasn't a teenager who might have been more acutely aware of the situation. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't like, I think it would be very difficult. Like, thank goodness myself and my husband were very happy. But if something was to happen and my kids now who are 10 and 12... Um, like my stepdaughter, she's 20 now, she's grown up, but my kids are 10 and 12. I think they'd be very difficult if a step parent came in because when you're so used to a, to your life being in a certain way, it's tricky when, when that changes. And then you have to look at boundaries as who has the right to discipline mm. and people may have different parenting styles and it is tricky. But it was easier for me because she was three. And I remember again, another kind of moment where I thought this is just normal for her. And she had um, there was a school event on and like a school play. And she asked me to go because I, again, I wasn't sure, should I go? Like her dad was going obviously and her mum, but whether I was invited, but she was adamant, no, I want, I want Carmel to go. And I went, I was very proud to go. And there was artwork on the wall and she'd drawn a picture of her in the middle. And on one side, she was holding her mum's hand. And on the other side, she was holding her dad and my hand. Aww. And it was just, that was her normal. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it was just, it was really lovely. So I thought, okay, if she's going to look at this in such a simple way and she's going to be so accepting, we had to do the same thing. So I don't want to pretend like that it was always easy because there were moments where you have to navigate holidays and Mm. visitations and all that. But we did try our best to always kind of try and keep it as simple as possible and be very respectful of of the situation as it was, we managed to get through it relatively unscathed. I hope. Yeah, <laughs> I and for the, and for the other two children now in the in, in the family, that you know that they're, they're siblings the same way any other siblings are siblings, are they, or do they see perhaps each other in the kind of half sister, half brother way? No, we don't do that. We don't do mm. the halves. We don't do the steps. We just, you know, she's just their sister. And that's it. She's a very cool sister as well because she's yeah. that bit older. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's that's kind of nice for them. But no, we don't do that. We try not to do that if we can. Um, now, I know it's like sometimes I remember in school, they came home one day and they said that some friends just didn't believe them that they had this sister because she's in Dublin, we're in Wexford, you know, so mm. there's there's a, there's a um, bit of distance there in that sense. And they just thought they were making it up. So we had to kind of get a photograph to prove her existence um, because she went to a different school. And so sometimes there can be tricky things, you know, around that. And even having that conversation with the kids explaining why she didn't live in the house with us all the time. But um, that's just, again, I think these are good conversations to have. And that's why I was kind of a little bit irked by the Disney thing because the, this Disney trope of talking about step parents in a very negative way, um, and and in a lot of in a lot of um, Hollywood movies, it's like that. Even like this, like Santa Claus, you know, the kids' Christmas movie they love, but yeah. the stepfather in that he's a bumbling idiot. Like you know, he's the idiot of the piece, and like it's terrible that it's always the step parent who is the person who brings all the evil to a relationship, and I think. That's the sad thing for kids that if that's their, you know, initial introduction to step parents through Hollywood, through movies and through books, 
and it's so negative. It's no wonder it makes it more difficult for a blended family to kind of get things off and a nice pace. Yeah, and I suppose one of the ironies of that is that a step parent has made a commitment to love a yes. child. Um, uh, with, and I'm not taking away from kind of birth parents at all, but, you know, you have a child. Uh, and it's, you know, that rather than, uh, you know, you, you, it was a situation where the step parent could decide not to if they didn't want to. And But they do make yeah. that commitment. So I thank to- you for making that point because it's such a valid point. And I have, because I've done both now, I can tell you, like, I know, I make no bones about it. I made a decision to love my stepdaughter. Like, mm. it was a decision that I, I really thought about and I went, okay, do I want to continue this relationship? Because obviously if I do, it's going to involve being a step parent in the near future. Because I kind of knew that was kind of coming the way. And I made that decision and I made a decision to love. But when, 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 then when I was pregnant a few years later, you know, kind of loved the baby before um, my my eldest arrived. And then when the children arrived, you, you kind of as a parent, I'm t- I know in the main, there's always exceptions to every rule, but I immediately loved them. Do you know what I mean? It was this mm. unconditional love. And it is different when it is a stepchild initially, not afterwards, because the love you have, like, as I firmly believe that family are the people that you choose to love. Um, and they're not necessarily the ones that you're born into, that the people that you pick up along the way mm. and not, and, and, and I think that families have changed so much and we've embraced that now. Um, I hope, and we're embracing it more every day, but, but love is love. And I, so I love all my children the same, but my, my position in their life is slightly different because, um, because my eldest, my stepdaughter has a mum of her own. So as I said, I'm that bonus mum. But it doesn't mean that I love her any less. Do you know what I mean? I love her just as much as my own kids. Absolutely, Carmel. Thank you so much for uh, speaking with us today. Carmel Harrington's new novel is called A Mother's Heart. It's the, there's many exp- uh, the kind of things we were talking about in the novel though I should kind of point out it's not an, uh, an autobiographical novel uh, to any extent it's called A Mother's Heart Carmel Harrington uh, is the author we're going to take a break after that Monkey Pox gets a makeover Moncrief brought to you by Avant Money think you're getting the best value from your bank think again weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.